And welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football. This is Michael. This is not Daniel. Most importantly, not Josiah. Um, there is some stuff going on down where Daniel is located, so I have agreed that I would take the reins as I am no stranger to podcasting. Uh, and with me, I have someone else who is no stranger to podcasting, and you heard him on the show last week. Ryan, how are you doing today, sir? I'm great. How are you, sir? I am fan-damn-tastic. And fan-damn-tastic. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's been a weird week, man. Like, you know, everyone's like high-low on election. You know, regardless of who people are voting for, everyone's anxious about it. And it's just, it's just, a, weird, it's just a weird time. So we're just going to put, we're going to take all the election stress, we're going to put it on our back pocket, and we're going to let everyone just bask in our fantasy football goodness for just a little bit. There and, we go. And I will not I will not tolerate election talk on the show. So if I do something, <laughs> you 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 criticize me. And okay. If, I, if you do something, I'll criticize you. And I'm sure our fans will appreciate a much needed break from it all. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. So Vermin Supreme 2024. Woo! Free <laughs> ponies for everyone. <laughs> Okay, uh, but no, seriously. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so uh, we will go ahead and jump right into the matchups from last week. We had uh, some close games. We had some not at all close games. Oh, my God. Um, it was just it, this week was all over the place. So Josiah and Daniel mentioned a couple weeks back where they had seen a disparity to where a lot of the high scoring teams are starting to score lower and lower. And everyone's evening out at that, like, you know, 100 point range. Um, and you're, you see a lot of it this week and me personally, you know, obviously we're getting into bye weeks, you know, we're getting like consistent injuries, you know, big name players being out. Some of, some of the biggest we've seen ever in fantasy history, at least as far as this league is concerned, it's just, it's just been a big stressor. (laughs) Listen, okay. I know this is not the, the podcast for brace war and I bring this up every time I'm on the show Bye weeks absolutely fucked me. Embrace Wars last week. You know, you'll have that on those bigger jobs. You, yeah. Um, because I had to start, uh, you know, Matt Ryan over Kyler Murray. And that, I mean, that's fine. Matt Ryan was fine. However, that just was awful. And then, you know, Adam Thielen also didn't do jack shit for me. <laughs> it was just, it was a, it was a poor week last week. Yeah. It, it's, it, I re- and I really don't think it translated that much better to this to this week either. You know. Everyone's oh, I still, still have a lot of shit to talk about from uh, uh, you and I played last week, and yeah, so whoa, we'll, we'll, we'll get lot. to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. In that <laughs> um, so I don't really know how they go about choosing game of the week, but what we will do is we'll go ahead and start. You know, since Daniel is the host of the show, we'll start with his game. Um, I'm okay. going to go ahead and jump right into it. So Daniel's game was hover around genocide. Daniel versus big booty cheeks josh and listen i know they make the joke every single week about you know josh whoever, buy. <laughs> yeah well jo- jo- josh buys and you know whoever beating whoever beat josh clapped those booty cheeks like that's always the running joke but let me tell you if there was ever a time where they were booty cheeks being clapped they were this abs- was the week <laughs> this, this was not only a clap this was a clap that like resonated and decimated the surrounding area this was the clap heard around the world like <laughs> this it, it oof, was this was decimating daniel swept josh 170.36 to 
two. And before you ask, no, Josh did not put Joe Mixon <laughs> in again this week because Bernard started there. He actually went out of his way. He got Latavius Murray. He got Jarek McKinnon on on um, off the waivers mm-hmm. last week. He won that battle because there were like six people going for him. But it just didn't pan out. Lamar Jackson continues to disappoint. He has his number one wide receiver is still playing for the Dallas Cowboys, the worst offense and defense in the league right now, and just underwhelming all the way around. Not to mention, too, Calvin Ridley went down. Yeah, um, and he was having a good game, too. 5.7 points, and he went out, and I think, in the second quarter. So Mm -hmm. that he'll. But all that aside, I mean, even with Josh's kind of pitiful game here, we got to talk about, we're going to talk about Daniel's, oh my God, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin. DK Metcalf. Dalvin Cook and DK Metcalf alone would have won Daniel this game. And oh yeah, even by he a he sweep <laughs> too, like not narrowly. I mean, before before we jump to Daniel's team, just to, Josh's defense got him zero points. His kicker got him one point. Mark Cooper got him one point. His RB one got him four point six points. So there was just there was a lot of really bad things going on, and the matchups still mm-hmm. weren't terrible. You know, for all for all intents and purposes, Jarek McKinnon should have had a lot more points, but the 49ers just spread the ball around too much. No one anticipated the Packers getting absolutely blown out by Minnesota this week, but guess what? It happened. <laughs> that happened. So it's a, it was just a bad week. And on the on the other side of the coin, just I'll let you you kind of take the reins with you know how this oh. point spread happened. <clears throat> like just run down this list here. It's it's asinine. I mean, it, yeah, it's crazy because starting off with his quarterback, Tom Brady had 19 points. Dalvin Cook had 47.6 points. God damn, he could have just played Dalvin Cook and like Tom Brady and won. Yeah, that would have been yeah. it. Dalvin Cook finally um, coming back with something to prove and yeah. did not disappoint. Four touchdowns this 163 game. 163 yards, four total touchdowns. Like, God damn. That's a lot, a lot of money. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> um, see, we had Jamal Williams here, got 15 points. DK Metcalf, 34 points. Uh, Tyler Boyd with 16 points. Jonu Smith with, with 3.9. Again, I mentioned that to Daniel last week. I said that's his kind of like weak spot if his team is his tight end. And I, I agree, but I really don't think other than Kittle and Kelsey this year, anyone has like a really strong tight end. Maybe Darren Waller. I don't Waller. think so either. Like Brittany's Maybe. sitting pretty, she's sitting pretty on Darren Waller, but like really no one else has anything. Like no tight ends are pretty, pretty spotty this year. Yeah. They're, they're um, bad. And then Boston Scott, his flex got him eight points. Uh, can, uh, the chiefs, you know, got him 10 points on defense. And then Ryan suck got him 15 points. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're Tampa Bay's, uh, you know, kicker, you're the, you have to have <laughs> someone on that team that knows how to uh, move a ball through the air, and Tom Brady just isn't it. So I you're not Tom wrong. Brady. Suck it, Brady. And if you like, listen, Brady, I suck was it. watching. I I hate Tom Brady. I was watching that game like a hawk because I had Fournette and Ronald Jones, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But that oh my god, that game had me like my anxiety was like woo. Yeah, <laughs> all it, over the place I, in that game. Yeah, well, I, I, we'll we'll get to that. I, I don't want to spend any more time on this game because you know I don't think Josh could handle it if he was listening because that's just too too much, too much too. Sorry, much. Josh. Hopefully, you put some some uh, ice on them big booty cheeks <laughs> and you're ready for this next week. <laughs> well, yeah, here's hoping. So, uh, all right, moving on to our next 
game. This one was a lot closer, but still lopsided one direction. So we had Jake Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt, suck it, Daniel. I know how to say the name. Um, versus unsolicited Chubb picks Josiah. So I will never not laugh at that team name. <laughs> it, 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 going to Dak to Chubb was was really clever. It I, was a good. It was a good. Yeah, good idea. Um, so this one, like I said, a lot closer, but Nathan, he needed it edged out Josiah 87.04 to 75.56. Excuse me. Still on top of the top of his game here. I know Nathan's been in, in a rough patch as far as fantasy concerns go. I mean, one of his, you know, Odo Beckham jr. Going out did not help anything. He lost his number one draft pick beginning of the year as many people did but you know he's he's scraping the bottom of the barrel here with a lot of these people his team has completely changed all the, the trades he's oh yeah. out but you know aaron aaron <clears throat> Rodgers came through with 22 points josh jacobs had a you know he came he kind of rallied a little bit he had two like five six point games in a row um but getting him 12 points um his rb2 sucked at six points daryl henderson Mike Evans pulled it out with 14, Rob Gronkowski with 12, and the rest of them sitting at like that average five points a player range. But on the other side of the fence, you know, there's just a lot of underperforming. By all means, Josiah should have won this game. Um, you know, that's, job- what, that's what I think a lot of a lot of that happened with a lot of underperforming happened with a lot of people this week. And that's why I think there was such low scores all around the board because it was just a shit week for like scores. Yeah, yeah. Other I mean, than Daniel, <laughs> Josiah's two highest scoring players were Derrick Henry, and still for Derrick Henry, this is a low seventeen points. That's super mm-hmm. low for Derrick Henry. And the other one was his Pittsburgh his, defense. Yeah, the Pittsburgh defense. You're welcome, Josiah. Uh, at thirteen points. So, and then Josh Allen barely scraped the barrel at twelve points. What's going on, Josh Allen? Like. Why you you guys almost lost to the Jets and you didn't have a single touchdown? You kicked six <laughs> field goals and one. Like it's it's embarrassing. So like I said, there's just a lot that has gone wrong. Obviously, George Kittle getting injured did not help him at all. George Kittle mm-hmm. likely out for the remainder of the season. So that's a big oof. I saw. Uh, we'll get into waivers here in a little bit, but I did see where there was activity. Josiah officially dropped George Kittle. He and that's, did. That's rough. You you really hate to see that because now he's back on the struggle bus with the rest of us, and it, it hurts me to say that the only person, the only two people with good tight ends are the two people in the league everyone's most worried about, and that's Brittany, and that's Roger. So, oh yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. Any anything else you want to say on this one? Um, <laughs> Mike Evans can suck my ass. Um, because he's the one who <laughs> lost me the game in Brace War. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I don't I just don't trust any Tampa Bay wide receivers, you know, because like Chris Godwin, I I think he's out. I'm not I'm not keeping up on on oh. any Tampa Bay, but like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown enters the game this week or next week or something like that. And like they're just unreliable because not that it's a bad thing, but Tom Brady just spreads the ball around. That's why he always has seventeen well, running backs. No, what I'm saying is he he lost me the game because I was playing against Mike Evans. Oh, okay, okay. And that well, one yeah. touchdown he got um, put him over and lost me the game. Yep, I feel you there. I bet so that. suck it, Mike Evans. <laughs> All right, so Nathan moves and advances to three and five, which is now the same as Josiah's team, three and five. 
So moving on down the list here, let's go to our game. This still was not the game oh, of you the wanna, week. You're not going to go ours last? No, because I, I want to do the game of the week last, and everyone everyone wants to know what happens with Roger whenever all his players are on by. So all right. uh, as, much, as much as I want to talk about ours last, I feel it would be selfish to do so. So um, we'll, we'll just jump right into this. Me, the chosen one. Listen, I need to explain this because everyone is a, says it's the chosen <laughs> one. I need to explain why. The name is the Chozo in parentheses N1. It's a Metroid pun, okay? If you get it, you do. If you don't, it's fine, but it's not the chosen one. Okay, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, so I, one. I played the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ryan Turner, with the best fantasy football name this year, Mayor of TD City, best name. Best name in the league, fight me. <laughs> uh, better better than unsolicited Chubb slash Dak picks, in my opinion. Maybe it's just because it's new. I don't know. This was this was an absolute ringer of a game, man. Like we I, were yeah. both we were both sweating this, and it came down to the Monday night Monday night uh, game. It did. So I I got an early lead. Uh, Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, and Julio Jones went into the Thursday night game this past week. And Matt Ryan pulled out 18. Todd Gurley pulled out 11. And only because of a fourth quarter touchdown. And then Julio Jones with zero touchdowns pulls me 17 points. And six of those came in the first two plays of the drive. Mm-hmm. So I got up to an early start there. Um, and then that's when things just started to go downhill for me. <laughs> um, we rolled into Sunday. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to speak to my team without revealing okay. the final score, and then I'll let you kind of talk. Into <clears throat> I uh, I had picked up Bernard because I knew Mixon wasn't playing. I didn't think he was going to be of any more valuable than one week, um, but turns out he was, and he nailed me 21 points. And, you know, that was arguably probably the one of the most important moves that I made this week. Keenan Allen and Julio Jones matched literally point for point this week at 17.2, um, and I made a risky move at tight end. I benched Tanyan, and I picked up... Richard Rodgers, because I don't care about the Eagles, and I thought Goddard and Ertz were still out, and lo and behold, <laughs> Richard Rodgers got me zero points, so I have a fat zero sitting at my tight end. And then, I know, first-round draft, it hurts me so bad. First-round draft pick, Ezekiel Elliott, is in my flex spot. And moving into week nine, plot twist, he's on my bench. <laughs> my number one draft pick, uninjured, although he is questionable with a hamstring injury or something like that right now, mm-hmm. benched. Uh, Chargers two points. Dan Carlson consistently getting me up those uh, uh, almost double digit got me nine points. So it was a good uh, it was a good run, but I had a lot a lot of negativity on my team with my bench having Brandon Ayuk at nineteen points that hurt me. I knew I was that was a really big risk that he had a really high uh, high risk high reward. Yeah. Yeah, he had a really high ceiling but really low floor. Michael Thomas still out, and then of course the tight end I should have played got me ten points. So. Now, take it away, Ryan. So, yeah, we're going over to my team here. So, uh, as we talked about last week on the show, I did pick up Joe Burrow, and he got me a solid 18.8 points. I mean, that was pretty average on all of my quarterbacks. It really wouldn't have made a difference. Uh, Drew Brees got 19, and then Cam Newton got 18.3. So, I mean, literally, I could have played Drew Brees for one extra point, but it wouldn't have made much of a difference there. Um, I'm going to skip my running backs because fuck both of them at this moment. Um <laughs> And I'm going to go over to my uh, my wide receivers. You know, I played Devontae Adams again, and he, again, had a not as beast of a game as he did last, um, you know, but, last week. But I, I'm just throwing it out there as a 
as a wide receiver, 20, oh, no, 26 yeah. points, 20, almost 27 points, that's still a beast of a game. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that, it's not a beast of a game. I'm it's not as beasty as it was before, yeah. <laughs> I'm but, just saying, don't sleep on 26 points. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I also am going to say, though, suck at Josiah, because he said when I picked up, when I traded that, uh, that one trade to Daniel for Devonta Adams, he was like, he going to need like 15 receptions and three touchdowns in every game or something. So far, he's been doing that for me. That's true. <laughs> so, and, the, and then the person you traded away has done nothing for Daniel. For so. Daniel, right. Although that might change tonight because I believe he's back in playing tonight. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, then I had Jerry Judy uh, as my wide receiver, too. He got me nine points. Uh, Dallas Goddard was back in. I <laughs> Josiah texted me um, the day before, I think, uh, this like Friday night or something like that. And he was like, you know, Goddard's back. Right. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he's like, you know, they're playing the Cowboys. Right. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, so you know what that means? You know, the rule. And I was like, what? And he's like, you got to play him against the Cowboys, <laughs> play anything against the Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> but he only got me two points. Um, but at the same time, because of that, he got you zero points on your tight end. Yep. 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 Um, I have Fournette in my flex. He got me eight points. My, uh, uh Indianapolis Colts got me 15 and then nice. Harrison Butker got me five. Now let's go back to my running backs here because this is where everything just went to shit. I sat there for probably a good while <laughs> debating playing Ronald Jones or uh, Justin Jackson. Had I played Justin Jackson, things would have turned out different because Justin Jackson on my bench got me 15 points. Yes, I played Ronald Jones who got me four Yes, then I also played Jonathan Taylor um, and he got me a solid four <laughs> points as well. <laughs> <laughs> so my running backs this week let me down and not just this one, but also in Brace Wars League. And so I fell to Michael 94 to 103. Yeah. And honestly, in all, all seriousness here, if Josiah, if you would not listen to Josiah, you would have won this game. Because there's a seven-point spread on the points. Yeah. And if you if I'd had, have played Evan Ingram. Yep. If you had played Ingram instead of instead of Goddard, you would have won this game. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone would have made the same call you did, I think, um, going in, especially with Ertz being out. But yeah, we've, we've spent a lot of time on this one. I advanced to 5-3 and three with 103.04. Ryan stays at 3 and – or it drops to 3-5 and five at 94.26. Yep. Um, we'll speed things up here just a little bit. Jumping in, we have a, one more. Let's go on to. Well, let's just real quickly go over uh, Lyndon and Brittany's game because we yeah. know the one we want to talk about is going to be Rogers. Yeah, and I I don't want to sleep on it either because uh, Lyndon Lyndon really needed this <clears> win. <throat> this was the one that he absolutely had to have. And Brittany had some bye weeks. She's still suffering from some from some injuries. I mean, she's got three great running backs and. Two of them are on a bye or injured, and uh-huh. it it just this was a it should have been a lot closer than it was, but it just didn't didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, Lyndon, you know, with his ninety percent L.A. Rams uh, team, you know, pulled out a respectable <laughs> eighty five point nine points. Jared Goff only getting him ten. He had a rough rough start at like halftime this week against they lost to Miami. And at halftime, yeah. he had like negative two points. So the fact that he was even able to rally and get 10 points was incredible. You know, Cream Hunt really struggled this week against the Raiders with eight points. 
Gaskin had a respectable 11, which has been pretty consistent all year. Stephon Diggs coming through for him, and Robert Woods having a big game at 24 points, literally doing the only thing on their team. And then Brittany, Pat Mahomes at 36 points, finally showing back up for <clears> her in a big way. Um, and then, you know, her kicker getting 13, Wayne Gallman coming in clutch as the third string running back there yep. at 12, and T. Higgins getting 11, rounding out her team at 104. Brittany advances to 6 and 2 with 104.34. And Linden drops three and five, eighty-five point nine. However, I do want to say this: Linden didn't make any hokey mistakes this week because even if he had played, right? Um, Jamichael or yeah, Jamichael Hasty from San Francisco in his um, in either of his running back spots, there would have been a one point difference there. And if he had played Chase Claypool instead of his lowest wide receiver, which is five point three, there would have only been a five point spread. So. No lack of um, no bad management on Linden on this week. It was just an unlucky week for him. And Brittany right. had zero people on the bench score more than what her <clears throat> starters did. So solid on her. So, yeah. Now, all right, guys. <laughs> now let's the talk game. About. The game you're all waiting for. Like I said, as much as I want to talk about, uh, you know, my, our stuff since it's the two of us that played. Everyone wants to know what's going on with our number one. So listen. Daniel, I'm going to I'm going to preface this. Daniel on the podcast, everyone craps on Bruce all the time. Bruce is like a really good friend of mine. I get it. We're all just joking around. We really don't hate each other. We all have a good time. <laughs> However, I want to say this about uh, we give Bruce a lot of crap on the show about Matthew Barry and liking him. Whether or not Bruce listens to Matt Barry's every word, that's okay. However, as a point of contention, and ease of access, Matthew Barry does get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to he do does. this job. <laughs> it's his job, d- yeah. Should that be your only point of where you get your information? No, but we also don't know that Bruce doesn't get it anywhere else. I just want to say that as another member of the league just to throw it out there. So anyway, Bruce made uh, some good calls this week um, and some not so good calls, and he was affected by an injury mm-hmm. this week pretty hard. So, um, Russell Wilson, MVP in the making here. I, you know, I read an article this week. Russell Wilson spends $1 million on his body every year between personal trainers. He has two chefs and just all kinds of like that. It's no wonder this guy is so good. 28 That's points. Intense. James Conner clutching a touchdown, 13.5. Mike David, Mike Davis had a rough game, 8.2. Kenny Galladay, man, this is what hurt him. Kenny Galladay injury going out. Travis Fulgham sitting on his bench with 16 points. 16 points, man. That's so, that's a big, that's a big hurt. Uh, Going against Roger, you cannot afford a zero on your, on your team. Not to mention, too, he also had Sterling Shepard sitting on his bench. Yeah. uh, With 11 points. So, I mean, obviously, you're going to play Kenny Galladay over either of those, but like, it just sucks that he went out. Yep. And so and this is why this hurts so bad, because Roger needed a loss. He needs a loss. We need to take him down a notch. <laughs> it, we do, we do. He's he's getting kind of arrogant. So his starting his starting um wide receiver and his starting quarterback, both of them that Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins connection on a bye. His starting running back, James Robinson, on a bye. I mean, you. It just doesn't get worse than this for Roger. It just does not. It was 
Alvin Kamara, really his Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, all of his starters. And the rest of them are, were, were backups. Yep. Adding everything together, the final score, 117.62 to 103.73. Roger takes it. Advancing now, to seven and one. Now I want to say something real quick because people listening, they're obviously don't they don't see the interactions we have privately or whatever. Um, and you guys might think, oh, we're just giving Roger a bunch of shit here because he's his team's doing really well. You know, don't be like, oh, he's getting so arrogant, whatever, because he's winning. No, here's where the arrogance comes in. This bastard texts us the night of the game and says, if I'm still like, you know, if I'm still up, whatever, on Monday night, I'm pulling my defense. And he and- pulls his defense. So Roger did not have a defense going into my, like going into the Sunday games or whenever. Um, and so he still won 117 to 103. Yeah. And so I- that's what I'm talking about. That's the arrogance that I'm talking about here. He's just like still trying to prove he can still win even without his defense there. Yeah. And now here's, here's the thing though. Cause like you can look at this game and say, okay, if, if just, or uh, if Bruce had started, Fulgham over Galladay, which no one would have made that call. Sorry, Bruce. That just would not have happened. No, you're not wrong. And if he had done that, and if he had played, instead of playing Hilaire, who only got him four points in his flex spot, and he played Sterling Shepard, you look at that and you go, wow, he could have won if he had done that. But here's the thing. That's not the case. Roger's defense that he pulled? Roger would have put, again, they were playing Dallas. He would have put Eagles defense in and they would have scored him 21 points and Rodgers still would have come out victorious. So as much as I want to I want to say that you could have won this, Bruce, I'm sorry. I just do not think it was in the cards no matter how this this played out. And I, I hate I hate that. And Roger advancing to seven and one. Bruce stays consistent at four and four. You know, it just it is what it is. You know, he's still in the top tier as far as you know teams go, because with Roger being having only been hit once. It's really difficult to have a bunch of people that are going to actually, you know, really pull it out. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So that was the matchups uh, for last week. And there was a, um, yeah, a lot, uh, a lot of to do there. It was kind of a, it was a tough week for me. I literally, I, I was so invested in winning this week just because like I'm right on that slump for my team because I went up to five and three. I didn't want to be four and four. So I really needed that victory. I was up all night watching <laughs> that game like really closely. Um, yeah. So it's just been a, it's been a crazy week. So um, yeah, that is, those were the matchups. So I am jumping over to uh, league standings now. Um, so we can get into showing where everyone has advanced to. Uh, where everyone's at it's kind of interesting actually if you look at uh, i don't know if you if you have it up if you're looking at it but it's kind of it's kind of interesting give me a yeah. second i'm, I'm trying to, i'm trying to actually find out where this stupid espn is absolute trash absolute trash oh my god i'm actually you, you're looking at the standings here we go okay yeah yep yeah i've got them up our current standings right now is obviously Roger sitting at seven and one. Brittany with her win this week goes to six and two. And then at five and three, you have me, the chosen one. And then you have two teams at 
uh, four and four, which are Daniel and Bruce. Probably the biggest rivalry in the league, Daniel and Bruce. It really they are is, constantly yeah. whining <clears throat> at each other. Um, but if you look at it by points, Bruce has the lead at points four, 967 versus Daniel's. Not, oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's inaccurate. Daniel's 993 to Bruce's 967. So technically, Daniel is in the lead there. And then you have four teams, four teams at three and five. That is Lyndon, Nathan, uh, Ryan, and Josiah, all with the point spread there. And the uh, the way that's breaking down as per points, it would be Josiah, and then it would be um, Lyndon. Lyndon, and then it would be Ryan, and then it would be Nathan. Um, and then sitting in last place right now at two and six is Big Booty Cheeks Josh with a 25% win percentage. You really hate to see it. Also, a really low points for uh, percentage at 782 points. So, but funny enough, he's got the exact same points as Nathan does. They both have 782. Oh man, wow, that's crazy. I did not see that. So yeah, it's if, just Nathan's got you know one more win on Josh. Yeah. Well, and. I mean, I, I don't – this late in the season, you know, we, we play a 12 or 13 um, league season, so it's it, it's iffy, you know. It, there's still a chance to rally because if someone dips out, you, get, you match it up by points, and it's it can be tough. Like, you just never know. You can have a really crap week three or four weeks in a row, a.k.a. look at my team every week. Like, my don't team – Look at my team. <laughs> our, yeah, our teams are like, you know, 180-point caliber, but they just poo the bed every single week. It's, it sucks. <laughs> So currently, the final standing projections, draft day versus current projections, Roger advances from three to one. Uh, let's see here. Roger advances from three to one. Brittany falls from one to two. Um, let's see here. Bruce uh, went Bruce, from eight to three. Bruce eight to three. Uh, then Daniel up from last place to fourth place. Um, then I am. I dropped from fourth to fifth. Uh, Linden moved from ninth to sixth. That's a big improvement, um, for, especially for Linden's team being in that three and five spot. Um, then we have unsolicited Chubb picks sitting at seventh place still. No movement there. Um, and at eighth place, you have Ryan. Ninth place, you have Nathan. And tenth place, you have Josh. So a lot of, a lot of fluctuation. And I, this is actually the lowest I've been all season at five. I was I've been in that top one two three spot and moving down to five kind of hurts me but it I mean mm-hmm. it is what it is my team has a really low score on all their points it's just it's been absolutely rough you are you are sitting first though in your in your region so yeah the division is something that I don't really care for I know no one else in the league does either most leagues do like it just straight up one to ten you know standing ours is divided by division just due to an oversight on my part and originally structured the league and it just never changed. We may change it next year. We might not. I'm not going to commit to anything mostly because I'm lazy. So <clears throat> that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll jump on to, um, Oh, uh, just, you want to talk about recent activities? The, the only, th- I do want to say one more thing first, just on the predictions. Uh, we have Daniel last week's predictions. Daniel was only two of five for predicting the games. And the guest, a.k.a. Ryan, was three of five. 
And hey. let me tell you what, if you guys had chosen me to win your, that game between you guys, you guys both would have had an extra point. So you're I, not wrong. As I listen to that, and now as we discuss this and moving into that, I want to pass on a hearty and heartfelt mm-hmm. suck it. So give just want to me. throw it out there. <laughs> give, me, give me the suck it. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want me to run down this, the list of recent activity I see on here because Daniel usually writes it down. He keeps up with it, but like I, I do have the list here, but you go ahead. I've talked a lot. You kind of just run down this list because I know oh, not okay. a lot of people care about this, but this is there's a there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement. <laughs> so I'm just gonna start all the way back at Sunday, November first. Um, we have that's the earliest I have on my list. We have Brittany dropped Carson Wentz and added Wayne Gallman. Uh, we have Nathan dropped DJ Dallas. Daniel added Dexter Williams. I, off the waivers, got Marvin Jones Jr. and dropped Tim Patrick. Um, let's see. Lyndon dropped Kenyon Drake and added J.K. Dobbins. Daniel dropped Tua and added Darius Slayton. Daniel then also dropped Boston Scott and picked up Christian Kirk. You, Michael, dropped the wash. Um, sorry, dropped the Chargers defense. Picked up Washington's defense. Nathan added the Patriots defense. There's a lot of Daniel on here. I'm realizing this now. Daniel <laughs> dropped Jimmy Graham and added Hayden Hurst. Josiah. Uh, that, that one hurt me. I wanted Hayden Hurst really bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Go ahead. Jo- <laughs> Josiah uh, dropped Mason Crosby and added Zane Gonzalez from the free agency. Uh, let's see. Josiah then also dropped George Kittle, which we talked about earlier, and added Jordan Reed. You then dropped Richard Rogers and added Logan Thomas. Uh, Bruce dropped Julian Edelman and picked up Emmanuel Sanders. He then also dropped Gardner Minshew and picked up the Giants defense. Daniel dropped Nelson Aguilar. Is that yep. how do you? Yep. Aguilar. Nelson okay. Aguilar, yep. And added Alan Lazard. Then he also dropped uh, Dexter Williams. And then as of five minutes ago, as I did last week, I, I pulled something out of the, uh, <laughs> the you know, um, off not off the waivers, but off the free agency. I dropped Joe Burrow and picked up Kenyon Drake because I know he's out right now. But like, if he comes back, he's he's been doing really well for me in Brace Wars League. So, yep, yep. All right, guys. Well, that concludes that portion of the show. Uh, I don't believe there were any trades this week. Am I am I missing? There any? were no trades that I saw. Yeah, I know that there was a few that were proposed to me. There's one that's been pending for like a week now uh, between I mean, me and Nathan. We we were kicking something back and forth, but it involves Michael Thomas, and ultimately I'm just still, especially with Ezekiel Elliott not doing hot, I just mm-hmm. am very unsure about uh, him uh, him leaving my team whenever I'm going to need to fill that spec- flex spot with a wide receiver. And if he comes back strong, right. Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, and Michael Thomas – Ooh, it's gonna boy. be a powerhouse, yeah. <laughs> and um, nothing I, else I, trade bait. So exactly. I did offer Daniel the trade of the century and he turned it down. Um I offered him Debo Samuel for DK Metcalf and he was like, no. Oh, what so, an idiot. What an absolute yeah, I, I know, unit. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> what an absolute unit. Um, so I'm just saying I don't appreciate that, Daniel, but it is what it is. So <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh let's just jump right into it let's keep moving here we'll jump into the week nine matchups we have i gotta say we have some good matchups coming this week and i think that it's gonna be there's a lot of the lower end teams competing for an upper edge this week Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of super close ones that i think are really gonna 
they're going to spread the league, I think. So I this this week, in my opinion, is the defining week is what I'm saying. Week nine, moving in, some players are coming back. Some teams are getting healthy from a lot of their injuries. And I just think that it's going. you're going to see a shift this week, in my opinion. So we'll just start at the absolute top of the list here that on my screen anyway. Um, it's my game. It's the chosen one, me versus Nathan J. Jacobs, Jingle Heimer Schmidt. So let's look at the matchup here. So, oh my God, dude. Listen, okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw, okay. You're, you go on ESPN's fantasy site and you click on a matchup and it says, Fantasy football is brought to you ad free after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Please tell me what the hell that even means. See, that's I just, why I just use the app on my phone. I don't I, even go on the internet. I know. It's or not a, on the internet, but on the computer. So it, It's just easier while I'm recording. But uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. So um, this week's matchup, me versus Nathan, chosen one versus J. Jacobs, Jingle Schmidt. You have currently the lineups are um, Nathan with Aaron Rodgers, Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, Mike Evans, DJ Moore, Gronkowski, Brandon Cooks and the Patriots defense uh, and Matt Prater all lined up against me. I'm starting Matt Ryan, Antonio Gibson, Todd Gurley, Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Robert Tanya, Michael Thomas, if he plays, uh, Washington defense, and Daniel Carlson. So looking at the lineup, I don't think there will be any changes from what I can see. I think everything's well set, especially since it's Thursday night and there's a game that's going to kick off here in about 25 minutes. Um yeah, um, not to not to get too deep into it. I just I think some of my matchups are really good. I think Matt Ryan will have a good game against Denver, although it doesn't really bode that well for Todd Gurley. But I love having the Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, uh, like cluster on my team, and that pulled out a solid fifty points for me last week, mm-hmm. uh, which was really beneficial in the victory. Um, and really, I mean, it, if the ball gets passed, especially with Calvin Ridley out, there's like a 70% chance that I'm going to, I'm going to benefit from it. So, um, but I don't know, man, uh, Aaron Rodgers plays tonight and there's a playing San Francisco's beat up offense and defense. I just really think that it, it, it could, it could go one of two ways. Aaron Rodgers gets 30 points or he gets 15 because they end up running the ball the whole time. Cause they're up ahead. So. Uh, but like Daniel said, they don't historically do well in San Francisco, so we'll see. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick myself to win. The current projections are 113.1 to 101.5. Uh, Josh Jacobs is currently questionable too, and his backup running back is Lamichael Perrine in uh, in New York, the Jets. So I don't know. I just think the matchups really favor me. Uh, this week, I'm not going to be stupid and play um, an idiot tight end this week. So <laughs> we'll see. I, I think I, there's obviously the chance, like, because Mike Evans and DJ Moore, are those two players that could just like pop off like 40 point games. But at the same time, I'll take a consistent 17 to 20 every week out of Julio Jones versus maybe and, 40 or maybe two. And then, too, you also have to look at Gronkowski. Gronkowski, the past three weeks now, has had double digit points in games. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, He's projected at nine points, but at the same time, you don't know what's going to happen here against who they playing. Uh, crap. Who, uh, the Giants. They're playing the Giants. So, I mean, there's a good chance he's going to have yeah, some, some I mean, more it, points out of that. It could go. <clears throat> it could really go either way. So, I mean, who knows? The Giants put up a, 
uh, a hurting on uh, who they play last week. The Giants um, played uh, shit. <laughs> oh no, Rob Gronkowski is playing New Orleans this week. Oh, are they? So that's it. That's who they played. I was last gonna say. Week. I thought the Giants played Tampa Bay last week. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're playing them again. So, I don't know. I'm I'm taking myself to win here. Um, what do you think? So again, I mean, I don't know. Josh Jacobs has been up and down all season. He could be fine this week, but at the same time, it, it might also be another rough one. I don't know. Then again, you've got you know Mike Evans, Gronkowski on Tampa Bay. You said we get, we need to see how Aaron Rodgers does against San Francisco because Daniel said Green Bay doesn't do well against San Francisco in San Francisco. Historically, no, they don't. Um, but that doesn't mean anything. Like I, I just no, no, I no, don't yeah. really care for those stats. And then you've also got Michael Thomas coming back. If he does come back, I, I expect him to come back hard. I hope so. So, <laughs> oh God, I, I feel this is going to be a close one, um, but. I'm going to uh, know what? Screw it. I'm going with Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. All right. And then Daniel sent in his predictions as well. Uh, he has me to win on this one. Um, so we will just, I'll just run down this list here as we have them lined up. So currently on uh, this week's matchup for Brittany, we have, I'm a librarian Bonner versus Fresh Prince of Hell Air Bruce. Six and two versus four and four. The current projections are Brittany 97.9 to 123.2 Bruce. What a what a ridiculous, like just <laughs> an absolute crazy like spread there. I, know, I, I just right? don't I don't even know what to say about it. Um so <clears throat> just looking down the list here, Brittany is uh struggling at the white or the running back spot. And I think that's really what's going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's got a good wide receiver core. She just needs them to perform. You know, Terry McLaurin and Adam Thielen are some strong, strong wide receivers. She needs Carson and McCaffrey to come back. You know, she's been lucky to be six and two with both of those people out. They're both 30 point to 40 point running backs every week, or I'm sorry, 20 to 30 point running backs every week. David Montgomery's been doing great for, but Goldman just isn't the answer, especially against a tough Washington defense. Uh, I should say Washington defensive line. Um, you know, the one's questionable. McCaffrey is just still on IR, so we really just don't know what's going to happen there. Ah, uh, she's got some buys, so she's playing. Just I was gonna a, say T Higgins is on a buy. She, yeah, Brittany's got Tampa Bay's. Uh, or I'm sorry, she's got Darren Waller in. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I was looking at tight end for flex uh, backwards. She's got a, just a weird. She got Scotty Miller in. Um, I don't. I don't even know who that is. Like, <laughs> I've never even heard that. <laughs> Tampa name. Bay wide receiver, I guess. I'm gonna versus you know Godwin's still questionable for Bruce. I never ever ever would trust James Conner, but he's also playing Dallas, so. There's that, and Russell Wilson's just a monster. You, you, he's matchup proof. Like it doesn't matter who he's playing; he's gonna get good points, even though Buffalo has one of the better defenses. I'm gonna have to go Bruce this week because Bruce has just really been putting up the numbers. So mm-hmm. I agree 100. I don't have much else to say other than that. Like uh, Brittany's really hurting. Uh, her running backs, you know, them being out, she's struggling to find anything. I mean, she picked up Gallman off the wire. Um, and everything. I, I mean, she does have, you know, Adam Thielen and uh, Terry McLaurin are in her wide receiver position. They they 
do well when they do well. But I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm also going Bruce on this one this week. And uh, Daniel obviously will not vote for Bruce, and he took Brittany. Of course. Now he might. He might actually have a legitimate reason why. You know, and I, I definitely think there's a possibility Brittany could pull this off. I really do. But I'm just. I'm gonna have to go with the projections here, the matchups, especially playing Dallas, especially playing Buffalo. You know, with how they've been performing lately, I just really think. I, I just think they can pull it off. I, I think Bruce is going to win. So let's keep going. Let's keep All going. Right. We have, I don't mean to be rude here, but we have a barrel scraper. We have <laughs> pop it and lock it three and five Linden who could still really make a run for this. If it, if it goes well for him versus yeah. big booty cheeks, two and six, there's really not a lot of, a lot to talk about here. Linden is got to make the right plays. He's got, three of his starters, four of his starters that have been getting him points on a bye week. He really, excuse me, he really needs, you know, Deshaun Watson to get his head out of his ass, Noah Fant to come out strong, Stephon Diggs to come out strong. And I think that Stephon Diggs will come out big for him because if they're playing Russell Wilson and Seahawks, they're going to need to throw the ball and they're going to need to do it a lot. So I think Stephon Diggs could have a big game. J.K. Dobbins going to struggle against a great Indiana defense. Um, and we'll see how Jamichael Hasty does tonight. He's been solid. Um, at Green Bay is just like a middle of the, the pack defensive team. So, you know, we're, we're it's going to be an interesting game versus you know Latavius Murray, Jarek McKinnon, the or, uh, San Francisco running back versus San Francisco running back. Uh, Josh just doesn't have a lot going for him this week. Joe Mixon's on a bye. You know, he's got two Dallas players. I just. Mari Cooper versus Pittsburgh he's, just doesn't look good. Like, it's just not a good matchup. I mean, he's also got um, Calvin Ridley, who did not practice today. So that's questionable whether he'll yeah, play Sunday. I'm going to have to go Linden here. You know, take the Josh by. Not trying to be a dick, Josh, but it's, it's what it is. So I mean, Josh Linden. at least is setting his lineup now. When I played him yeah. two weeks ago, it was a Josh by because he didn't set his lineup. Here, here's the thing. Even if you're losing out, you still don't want to stop because we don't just lose in this league. If you don't make playoffs, you're fighting for number one draft pick. Like that's a big win. It is. Yeah. So you you still want to make sure you're doing everything you can. And Josh realizes that. And he, he is doing his best here with what he's got. It's just injuries have murked his team so hard. Oh yeah. So, um, love yeah, you, Josh, I'm going, I'm but I'm Linden. also taking Linden on this one. Yep. And, uh, Linden was picked by Daniel as well. So, all right. All right, continuing down the list here, another one everyone's going to be watching very closely is unsolicited Dak picks slash Chubb picks. I'm sorry, it's Chubb picks now uh, versus Kamar Chameleon Roger, 7-1 and one versus 3-5. and five. I think Roger's going to take it this week. I do. And the reason I think that is because Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are back after a rest against Miami, who have been good lately, but... They haven't been good against teams like Arizona. Um, I, I shouldn't say they haven't been good. They they haven't really put up like crazy uh, defensive stances against teams like Arizona. I I just don't think it's it's going to matter. I think that they're going to get them get them probably forty five points between the two of them. Mm-hmm. There's no <laughs> there just isn't stopping Alvin Kamara. There's no stopping James Robinson, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey are just absolutely like 50% of the ball spread on, you know, the Chiefs. And Cole Beasley, I don't even know why he entered the conversation, but he's a 10-point player now every <laughs> week. Like it's just been, it's been crazy. So 
Josiah's hope here rests in the Steelers defense playing Dallas. That team is ripe for turnovers, ripe before just absolutely dominating or getting dominated. So they're going to have a fun <laughs> week there. So if Mike Williams can pull off some big touchdown passes and Melvin Gordon can run over Atlanta and we know that Derrick Henry is going to have a bad matchup against Chicago, you know, it's just going to be it's going to be tough for him against Chicago's line. So he needs Josh Allen to get his head out of his ass and yeah, who knows? He might even pull Justin Jefferson back out there, especially with the the week they had last week and sub out Devonte Johnson. But I really Deontay Johnson, I really just don't know. So I'm, I'm gonna have to take Roger though, just because. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm with you again here. I I don't know. Like Roger's team, it's a beast. Like, it's an absolute unit. <laughs> it, it do be an absolute <laughs> unit. And uh, I don't know, man. It, it's I, I can't I, I can't go with Josiah here. I'm sorry. I got to go. I have to go Roger. Yeah, again, going Roger, but hopeful for hopeful Josiah. Hopeful for Josiah. <laughs> yes. Uh and Daniel is in the same boat. Daniel is hopeful for Josiah as well. So that wraps up that game. We have one more. And this one, I think, is going to be a close one. We have Ryan, mayor of TD City, 3-5, and five, versus Daniel. Hover on Genocide, 4-4. Four and four. Ryan, you need to win this game. We're both going to be 4-5 after this, this, after this game is all I'm saying. I like the confidence. <laughs> and you, you really do need that this week. And I think that a lot of people need the team that's up to win. Nathan needs me to lose this week mm-hmm. if, any, if they want to ha- like stay in the game here. And just by looking at this, it's hard to tell what's going to happen because Dalvin Cook, while, yes, he's an absolute monster, no one's been able to analyze his run patterns, things like that. The team has just been underperforming, and now he comes back so strong. I don't think he'll have as big of a game, but also it's just really tough to tell. DK Metcalf is going to have a a game versus Buffalo, but not as good as he's been having, I think. I think you're going to get a great game out of Devonta Adams tonight. Justin Jackson. I I don't know. That one's up in the air because they have a couple people they use. It's all about who you play this week. And I never, ever, ever will trust Cam Newton. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. That's a division game as well. Um, And Jets have proved against the Bills, who are a way stronger team than New England, they held them literally to only field goals against one of the strongest offenses in the league. So I just don't trust Cam Newton. I, I'm struggling. There. <clears throat> I'm going back and forth between Cam Newton or Drew Brees. Yeah, but, and it depends on if Brees plays too. They're playing Tampa Bay, and I just don't know if, if Brees is going to be good against Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay's defense has been doing pretty decent. Yeah, so. it's a it's tough. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. Your saving grace might be Chase Edmonds playing Miami. I don't think he's going to be a good play there. Um, and then hopefully Aaron Jones doesn't play tonight, and maybe he sits out after like we, two or three plays. You, right? You gotta you gotta hope for that. But um, I don't know. Leonard Fournette is it's a that I like. I said I just don't trust any running back that sits under Tom Brady. They're just so inconsistent. He just doesn't. He they. Tom Brady's offense always spreads the ball around six different running backs, and mm-hmm. last week proved that to you. So, well, that's like I, yeah, I don't know. I'm struggling with who to play at running back because it's like, do I trust 
Ronald Jones again after he let me down last week? Do I trust Fournette? Do I risk it with Jackson? Hope he scores me another 15-some points. Like, do I trust Jonathan Taylor again after he got me four points last week? Like, I, 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 it's just how much do I want to trust my running backs? Who do I want to pick yep. for my quarterback? My wide receivers should be fine. I'm not really worried about Adams. I'm interested in seeing what Marvin Jones does. Um, I, it, any, I think any wide receiver with any kind of like, like name at all that's in Detroit with Matt Stafford getting the ball thrown to them, I think they do well. So, I don't, I don't think he's going to get you 30 points, but I think that well, he no, can yeah. definitely get you 12 to 15, maybe on yards alone. So, yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Ryan this week. I really want to see you pull this off, and I think your team has finally found. I don't think it's as good as it could be, but I think you found like a niche. I think you've found the players that are that are performing, and I think Daniel's matchups are good. But I just really want to see you win, and I'm willing to be wrong <laughs> if it means you on an off chance of me being right. So. You don't have to take me out of pity. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not taking you out of pity. I really want you to pull this out because I like, listen, I'm not saying this selfishly as someone who is in like in one of the, the top four spots, it's better for me for you to get higher up than for Daniel to get higher up. Yeah. Because he would be a contender with me. But if you knock him down a peg, you're now on his level as opposed to him being up on my level. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go with Ryan here. <laughs> Um, I know Daniel picked himself. Daniel did pick himself. And so I'm picking myself. Hey. Um, uh, I'm not picking Daniel. Uh, I'm going to kick him off his hub around and <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to knock him down a peg. I'm going to show him, you know, he had a 170 point game last, last week. He's going to have 110 this week and I'm going to get 111. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's that close just because it would be the game of the week. So. So there you have it. There's our there are our predictions this week. There wasn't really a lot of good smack talk. Everyone's pulled away on you know election stuff, and you know we went through a whole episode without talking about it. So I'm I'm real proud. We of did us. good for us. High five. So, high five. Yep. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> uh, that that's the high five noise when you're not actually in the same room. So, <laughs> but yeah. So there you guys have it. That's uh, fantasy football last week. That's fantasy football this week. I hope you guys weren't too upset about the disparity in the. Uh, the people that were bringing you the show this week. I know that Daniel and Josiah are the staple of the show, but you know what? We're in the league too. We have a voice and we're going to make it heard. And I don't care if you don't like it. I talk foosball, foosball, foosball. (laughs) I'm proud of you. This is your first year and you're just, you're doing a good thing and you're having fun and you know, Go, uh, go, go bears, go bears, <laughs> the duh bears, duh bears, duh bears, duh bears. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm off to watch the 49ers get stomped by the Packers. And welcome to the Final Girl Podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss and analyze your favorite horror movies. My name is Ryan Turner. <laughs> Today we're talking about the biggest horror movie of all 2020, and that is the Dallas Cowboys season. Oof. Um, <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs>